Russia's attack on Ukraine unleashed wide price volatility last week, pressuring cattle futures and outside markets, while crude oil prices rocketed higher. Coming up on your weekly calf news price point, presented by Cattle Currents, Wes Ishmael. Welcome to your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 8th of March, sponsored by Calf News. I'm Wes Ishmael. $12 wheat. That's what Spot Kansas City closed at Friday. From Monday through Friday last week, the front three contracts were an average of $2.47 higher. The front six were up an average of $1.92. Yesterday, they were up mostly another $0.39-$0.85 apparently becoming something of a proxy for Russia's attack on Ukraine. As Daryl Peel, Extension Livestock Marketing Specialist at Oklahoma State University, explains in his weekly market comments, both Ukraine and Russia are major grain-producing and exporting countries. With the reality of current disruptions of grain movement from the Black Sea region and the uncertainty of what could happen, crop prices have soared pushing high feed prices much higher. He adds that just a few more weeks will determine whether crop planting in Ukraine will be possible. Corn futures closed an average of 53.5 cents higher through the front four contracts week to week on Monday. For further perspective, in his weekly market comments, Aaron Smith, crop marketing specialist at the University of Tennessee, explains, Ukraine is estimated to contribute 4.3% of global wheat production, 11.6% of global wheat exports, and less than 1% of global ending stocks. Russia is estimated to contribute 9.7% of global wheat production, 16.9% of exports, and 3.8% of global stocks. The two countries, he says, are responsible for 28.5% of global wheat exports, a substantial amount with a great deal of uncertainty moving forward. Moreover, Peel points out Russia is a major oil-producing and oil-exporting country. West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil Futures on the CME closed an average of $19.91 higher through the front six contracts week-to-week on Monday. Russia is also a major producer and exporter of fertilizer, Peel says, explaining Higher energy and fertilizer costs add to inflationary pressures for production costs and are a threat to beef demand as higher gas prices directly impact consumers. According to Peel, the supply fundamentals of the industry will continue to be supportive with cattle numbers decreasing and beef production declining this year. Beef demand has been strong up to this point, he says, but clearly there are more concerns about demand and input prices going forward. He adds, a war like this one has no analog in recent history, and there's no way to anticipate when or even if the situation will stabilize in the foreseeable future. As mentioned at the outset, this week's price point comes to you courtesy of CAF News. Since 1964, CAF News has provided in-depth coverage of industry events and issues, along with market insight, management advice, and a celebration of cattle business people. Be sure to check out the latest issue at calfnews.net. 
you'll find everything from information about retained ownership and carbon credits to a look at the growing beef dairy crossbred market, insights on climate change, and lots, lots more. Take a look. Surging feed costs hammered cattle futures, of course, despite pause to supply and demand fundamentals. Feeder cattle futures closed an average of $1.61 lower week-to-week on Monday, from $0.45 to $3.12 lower in spot March. And that was thanks to an average gain of $1.86 to start the week. The crisis in Eastern Europe and Asia has certainly influenced feeder cattle futures trading as volatility has increased. However, the impact on the cash prices of CAS did not appear to be as evident last week, says Andrew P. Griffith, University of Tennessee agricultural economist, in his weekly market comments. Although more muted in the cash market, Griffith says it could be that buyers didn't bid cattle as high as they would have otherwise. Steers and heifers sold $1 to $5 a hundredweight higher in the southeast last week, but steady to $4 lower in other regions, according to the Agricultural Marketing Service. Those analysts note the strongest demand was for thinner grazing types. Prices at auctions to start this week were decidedly lower. The CME Feeder Cattle Index closed $4.54 lower week-to-week on Friday at $155.37 a hundredweight. For producers considering price risk management, Griffith says the advice is to not make any rash decisions at this point. While there's no guarantee which way prices will move, he says cattle fundamentals support cattle prices moving back toward their contract highs. Negotiated cash-fed cattle prices last week were $2 lower on a live basis in the Southern Plains at $140 weight. 2 to $4 lower in Nebraska at $140, and $2 lower in the Western Corn Belt at $142. Dress prices were 2 to $3 lower at $224 to $225. The five-area direct average steer price last week was $2.61 lower on a live basis at $140.61 a hundredweight. The average steer price in the beef was $2.62 lower at $224.51. Estimated total cattle slaughter last week of 658,000 was 11,000 head more than the previous week, but 8,000 head fewer than the same week last year. Estimated year-to-date total cattle slaughter of 5.83 million head was just 17,000 head fewer than the same time last year. Live cattle futures closed broadly mixed week-to-week on Monday from an average of $3.05 lower in the front three contracts to an average of $0.96 higher. Despite recent weakness, Griffith points out strong live cattle futures prices for the summer provide cattle feeders an opportunity to hedge cattle at profitable levels. Wholesale beef prices continued to decline last week but showed signs of finding a seasonal bottom. Choice box beef cutout value was $1.14 lower week-to-week on Monday at $254.71 a hundredweight. Select was $0.59 higher at $250.22. And that's your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 8th of March, sponsored by Calf News. I'm Wes Ishmael. Thanks for listening.